This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. If I hear one more person say, New Year, New Me, I am going to lose it. You people realize, new doesn't mean good, right? Just ask Megadeth's last eight albums. I said it. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Wow, it sounds like Cryptic Writings is Chuck Blanington's last favorable Megadeth record. That's just one thing we learned on the first ever edition of the Metal Injection Livecast in the year 2021. And I want to take a quick moment to wish one of the pil- the four pillars of the Metal Injection Livecast, Dorinsky, you handsome man, happy birthday! And for his birthday, Dorinsky has yet to unmute his mic. So uh, happy birthday, uh, Dorinsky. And uh, welcome to the show. And also welcome Sid and Noah. Thank you. Whose birthday it is not. Welcome, Noah. Welcome, Sid. Thanks. And Uh you can be a part of the show if you give us a ring. The number is 213-WHY-NOT. (laughs) And... uh, also, you know, if you are a diehard Metal Injection live cast star, one of those folks that just likes to go and listen to our archives, which are all available for free on uh, wherever you get your podcasts, like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that jazz. And, uh, you know, if you want a little more, you can always hit up our Patreon, where we have at least lately, we've been doing two bonus episodes a month. And uh, in addition to the bonus episodes, you also get the video version of the Metal Injection Livecast every week right after the show is over. And you can get that by going to patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. And this month, we just posted a brand new episode. It's getting rave reviews from our Patreon Livecast stars. Uh, Darren, why don't you tell us what the episode this month is? I'm sorry. The uh, the bonus Patreon. The Meme Hall of Fame. Yes. Correct. Uh, we spent a full episode talking about two of our classic memes, uh, the Iron Sheik and Doug Levison. Both, uh, in fact, we planned to do a bunch more of them, but those were so engrossing that we didn't even get to finish to, yeah. to squeeze anything else into that episode. That's right. We planned to do four entries into the hall of fame and we spent so long <laughs> on the iron Sheik, and and then eventually so much on douglas levison that we we're like this is a whole episode <laughs> we're done here so we're going to do many many more instances of the live cast hall of fame throughout the year where we revisit some of our favorite memes throughout the 12-year history of the show and kind of uh like almost rewind, rediscover them for the first time and, and explain the origin of a lot of them. And, and I feel like with the Iron Cheek one in particular, we went back and watched the, the video that kind of made him a viral star. And in a way, it was almost like watching it for the first time again. And I really enjoyed that. It was like we were rekindling our romance with Iron Cheek. <laughs> we were in a loveless marriage for a while oh, and no. decided to go to therapy to rekindle it. It worked. Mission accomplished. And then he hit us with a Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, with Douglas Levison, it was just always a pleasure to revisit and crazy to think about how long ago that clip originally surfaced. And to have it on video and have and just watch it like as part of the the experience, the podcast experience. And that he's still alive and looks exactly <laughs> the same. 
hasn't aged a day, although he already looked 107 yeah. then. Uh, so yeah, all that could be on our Patreon, patreon.com slash metal injection live cast. Don't include the burp pause. Yeah, that's a different site. Uh, metal injection, uh, patreon.com slash metal injection live cast. I'm getting confused here. Uh, well, I do want to uh, first start with some not so funny news and some actually very sad news. Uh, we learned uh, this week yesterday, in fact, that Alexi Leho of Children of Bodom passed away. And I feel like uh, it hit us extra hard here because, of course, Alexi was Noah's doppelganger. <laughs> and Noah killed off her uh, secret side character. She was tired yeah. of doing it. So. Uh, I, but, I didn't kill him. Actually, I, I feel like I'm the one who pointed to Rob that he looked like he was dying. And we talked about it several months ago. Well, he's had some some health issues in the last few years, and I guess uh, they got the best of him. You didn't pass that on to him. I remember there was a news clip once with someone famous, and they had some kind of mole or something, and an audience member called in. I can't remember who this was, but they saved the person's life by saying they had a cancerous mole. Uh, so maybe you could have, you know, saved Alexei's life if you said something. I was... Uh... Yeah, I was hoping that maybe like a journalist would have reached out to him. We don't know any. Yeah, we don't know any of those though. Yeah, that's yeah. Who would who would that be? No, but if we had Axel from Metal Sucks last week, you could have mentioned it to him. Uh, But seriously though, it's a it's a really big bummer. It's very tragic. He was only forty one years old. He died over the weekend, uh, and uh, very sad. How you know he? It's how based on the tributes that have been uh, pouring out, it sounds like he knew he was dying. He didn't want people to know. He didn't want people to feel sorry for him. But does uh, it say what like what he died of? Has that come it out? does not. It's it's just a long term health issues. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you've been following his career, I think uh, it, it wouldn't take too long to figure out. Uh, what happened that he was most likely going uh, an alcoholic and had an eating disorder. Well, I don't know if he had an eating disorder. Uh, Where are you getting that from? Well, he looked very gaunt in recent years, but I think a part of that is because he had a serious surgery uh, where he lost a lot of weight from it. So it was hard for him to put weight back on. But uh, ultimately, ultimately it's uh, this is all speculation. And I think and I think I don't think makes it an eating disorder. No, no. I mean, like he wouldn't get gastric bypass because in his, you know, healthier days, he was he he looked like he weighed less than me. That's what makes it an eating disorder. All right. Well, we're getting off the rails here. Let's not speculate. It's not polite. I don't think let's show the guy a little respect here, please. (laughs) I would really. uh, And it's been really amazing uh, how. I didn't mention an eating disorder. That wasn't me. Yeah, that was my speculation. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's actually sad that no one's talking about it. Wait, what? you don't think there's anything wrong with eating disorders? But you don't know. I don't think you, there's you, anything you, wrong with me speculating that oh, that's what it is. He, you he's have... obviously troubled and nobody, I mean, not that nobody, but I just wish that like the metal community would have reached out and helped him. I thought you were kidding, to be honest with you. I was like, sort of just. Yeah, I don't know about the eating disorder. I think it's all related to the to the drinking. And also, sometimes and, people don't want to be helped. Yeah, I think that's that, uh, that's so certainly part of it, because he did say uh, in 2015, I believe he said he stopped drinking. 
which I believe uh, was after like a big incident. Uh, and then uh, I guess just his health kept deteriorating and, and he, he probably fell back on the way. But I get it. Like the, there were issues between them. But it could, but who knows if the issues between them were because of his drinking or not, you know, like what we won't know. Nobody's get, like they're going to be all polite fins and not really right. uh, saying anything, which, you know, that's their right to do. Uh, In five years, we'll do a watch along on Patreon of the documentary. Going to film about this band and then we could talk about it. Chris Holmes. Yeah. Oh, my God. He could take over. He could be the new lead, leader of Children of Bodom. Oh, what if it's by Nick Broomfield? Oh no! Did then we'll that? learn nothing. We'll learn yeah. nothing about it. The whole, the whole documentary will be about how he wasn't able to get any members of Children of Bodom on camera, and about Courtney Love having killed him. <laughs> yeah, somehow Courtney Love is stopping <laughs> the, this documentary as well about children. We spoke of to Alexei's girlfriend in high school who knew Courtney Love <laughs> somehow. She'd heard of her. Yeah. Yes. She saw Man on the Moon one time. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it, it is great. He's only 41 and uh, his first album, their first album came out when they were just teenagers. So he was like 18 or 19 when they wrote something wild. And no, I know you were a huge Children of Bodom fan. Do you remember like how you first heard of them? Mm. Uh, I don't I don't remember how I first heard of them. I think it was just like going through a rabbit hole of music and just being really into like, you know, Scandinavian melodic death metal and eventually you have you just find out about Children of Bodom because they're so um I mean they're they were kind of like leaders in that genre especially from the early 2000s yeah absolutely into into metal and, and, and going to shows and stuff like that yeah I you know the last uh two days I've basically only been listening to Children of Bodom I've went back and uh, enjoy their entire discography or most of it at least uh, I've been focusing mostly on the first like uh, four or five albums uh, live so many times they were just like always touring they were on every big tour yeah they, and yeah and I just have so many great memories of like interviewing them and being around them and partying with them and I shared on uh, social media. Oh, well, what I want to say was about listening to the uh, uh, first few albums. It's, it's, it's crazy to hear like in 97 and 99 with Hatebreeder. Like if you think about the state of metal music in 1999, it was Limp Bizkit, Corn, like new metal stuff. And they're doing Shred and nobody's really doing it. And then when you listen to it okay, now Rob? good lord I'm getting a, i'm a little bur i'm not breathing because i'm talking too much so i'm getting a little burpy can't take his um, thumbs and uh <laughs> when i was listening to hate breeder uh i was really taken aback by how influential their sound was for the music that would come out in the mid 2000s with like the new wave of american heavy metal like bands like lamb of god and kill switch engage and shadows fall like they influence all those bands so you know, I, I almost feel like Alexi, because he was always around and hanging out and like a cool guy uh, and might have not had as, as much mystique about him as some other guitar gods, uh, yeah. that maybe he didn't get the credit that he deserved for the influence that he had on metal music. Maybe. I mean, I think people who are like guitar geeks for sure gave him the credit, especially mm -hmm. with all the 
the guitar and, and equipment endorsements. And he was on a lot of like guitar magazines that I used to read. Yeah, he certainly inspired a lot of people to pick up guitar. Uh, and yeah, it's it's just a really, really sad, sad story. Uh, and one thing I was sharing on social media, I wanted to talk about it here. Uh, you know, I was just thinking back to my interactions with Alexi and with Children Bodum. And it reminded me of uh, the, f- I-, I realized the first metal injection video shoot that we ever did was a Children of Bodom show. Me, Noah, Frank, actually like everyone we knew uh, when Nick-, Nick went, I believe Marina was there. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people, we and like honestly posting about it, I've, I've been getting so many messages of like, oh, I was at that show too. I was at that show too. And like some people that I didn't even know at the time. And it's like, this venue was like, you know, a thousand people maybe and it was Lamar. just like it was more yeah and like every like everyone in the scene was there uh but so it was our first ever shoot that we ever did we had just come up with the concept of metal injection a few months before and uh we just got in our time slot which was going to start in january i like how you have a little more queued up now <laughs> for your background i'm a professional uh, we were just starting in January. That was going to be the premiere of the show the first week of January. And this show was like, I looked it up. It was like December, either 13th or 23rd, uh, 2003. And our show was going to premiere like January 3rd, 2004, which just these d- dates are so long ago now that it's, 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 it's troublesome in a, in a whole different sense. But I just remember we, we came, we showed up to the venue. We had really like again this is 2003 this is before even camera phones existed let alone smartphones uh and uh, we showed it what's up we had a like a camera with a cassette tape in it yeah it was an eight millimeter camcorder which is those little tapes where you would have to put them in a bigger tape that looked like a vhs tape to then put them in a vcr it was so so bootleg and i loved every second of it and you know we went and we went to shoot and uh we were shooting so it was nevermore hypocrisy children of bodom and dimu borgir was headlining so we shot the first three bands and then uh noah is shooting dimu borgir and i'm right by noah or noah's right by me and like two seconds into dimu borgir starting and we were so amped and i'm we had to have been high <laughs> and uh, yeah. And yeah, like totally toasted two seconds into it. Somebody comes and snatches the camera away from Noah's hands and goes, you did not, you don't have permission to shoot here, blah, blah, blah. And then they just take her camera away and they go away. And we're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> this is our first shoot. They just took away our camera, which, you know, was only probably a couple hundred dollars. But at the time for us, it was like, what the fuck? Like, like we need this camera back. I know we were freaking out. We were losing our mind. Yes. Rob, you forgot uh, one thing uh, you didn't realize when you said earlier how everybody in the scene was at this show. You didn't realize I was at this show. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was standing right by security. And the second I saw Noah whip that camera. Oh, my God. I don't think she's got permission. I don't see a lamp. You son of a bitch. (laughs) I believe. By the way, Noah, you can have the camera back. I'm sorry. I was just doing my job that day. (laughs) You were the head of security? Thanks for the tip, Sid. (laughs) Always. Teamwork makes the dream work. The dream of ruining people's concert experience. So, what? And thank you, Noah, for reminding me of this. So we did get the camera back because Noah, you knew somebody. So who, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Igor. Hey, 
I was the head of security. No, no, no. <laughs> I gave Darren a good bribe. <laughs> um, so I don't know how I knew this person, but this guy, Igor, he was like this goth guy who everybody in the scene knew, especially Igor. from Brooklyn College. I really like I cannot remember how I became friends with him, but I think it was like through like Russian friends. And but not um Rob. Huh? She said not Russian Rob. friends. I'm not Russian. Oh. <laughs> I'm not oh, a half Russian. Russian. <laughs> um, yeah. no, no, it wasn't through Rob. I, I, I really cannot for the life of me. I think I don't remember. Maybe like Greg knew him for sure, and um, he kind of like used to hang out at Lamore all the time. That he knew everybody, and he would walk freely like backstage. So I just kind of like bumped into him um, at the door. Uh, and I, I told him what happened. He's like, oh, okay, I'll go talk to him. Let me help you guys out. And he just just come with me. So the three of us walk in with him. And I remember it all like kind of happening in slow motion. I don't know about you, Rob, but like- this Well, we were drunk, so yeah. <laughs> no, well, it was also, I guess, m- one of my first backstage experiences. And this whole tour was like bands that I was so into at that time. And we're walking and we just see like, Jeff Loomis and Van Williams just kind of like sitting there and Worrell from from Nevermore and uh, Steve Buscemi from Hypocrisy is there. A <laughs> <laughs> guy that looks like Steve. Oh, Peter looks, Peter Turkin. He looks, he like looks Steve just Buscemi. like Steve. I can't unsee it. It's let's see. Let, I mean, let, it's let. not impossible that actual Steve Buscemi was there too. He lives in Brooklyn, so you never know. Alex Skolnick from the concession stand. Oh, guy that looks like it. No, no. No, I had already had security kick him out, too. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) And um, I I just remember the tour manager for Dimu Borgir was such an asshole. He was so mean to us. Yeah, he was like, who said you could tape? Did you get permission? And again, this is our first ever uh, shoot we had no idea we needed to get permission. We didn't he know. doesn't know it was your first ever shoot. Oh, uh, no, like he, I, I disagree with Noah that he was being an asshole. He was doing his job. He was doing exactly what Dimu Borgir paid him to yeah. do. They oh. told him, don't let anybody. And, you know, like looking back now, I absolutely understand it. Dimu Borgir is all about this, like larger than life presentation and this theatrical stuff. Why would they want some shitty eight millimeter bootleg of their performance out there? When they were at the time, yeah, when at the time they were like putting out this like epic DVD with a symphony and like they were doing this truly, truly like grand stuff for a band their size. So but again, this was our first time out. We had no idea about any of this. We were total greenhorns, but live and learn. You make mistakes and you learn. So we're back there with the manager. We profusely apologize. We said we had no idea. And like, we totally understand. And uh, it was a big misunderstanding. This guy, Igor, he vouched for us. And we eventually got our camera back and basically completely missed the Dimu Borgir set because we were spending so much time begging for our camera back. But the thing is, like, as we were doing this i think also then after we got our camera back we got into this long conversation with that guy igor who helped us get it back and we kind of felt guilty about like being like hey dude 
we don't care. Like we want to go back to the show because uh, he just helped us. But like as he was talking to us, I just remember Noah, you and I were like exchanging looks like, oh, my God, look That's at all nice. these people. Like, yeah, like all these people backstage we just saw. And especially Alexi, who like we already played up so much in our minds as like this big rock god. And and we always joked about how, you know, like he's Noah's twin brother because they looked so alike and all that silliness. And so, uh, you know, the moment we were doing with, with Igor, I just remember thinking like, no, we have to go say hi to him. He's right here. It's like, there's no, it's not like there was a security, but it was just like a very chill laid back room that everyone was just hanging out in. Yeah. So this we could where Rob's chutzpah comes in handy. <laughs> yes. And, you know, so I just walked up to it. I was like, Hey man, amazing set. We're such big fans. Can we take a quick photo? And, couldn't have been nicer as I remember. And absolutely was like, Oh, of course, like so welcoming. And, uh, and then took that awesome photo that I posted. So uh, let me, let me show the photo for the folks that aren't on following me on Instagram, which is like, why aren't you? Why? Uh, unless you're not on the platform, which is understandable, but here's the photo. <laughs> this oh, is us losing our babies losing Wait, our Rob, you're showing a photo of you guys with bam margera <laughs> <laughs> no that's alexei what from children of bodom and i loved his and he's snake wearing tattoo. a fuck you very much shirt mm. very early aughts <laughs> is that comic sans that that's is right. that is oh <gasps> now i'm even sadder about his passing so it was very cool. And then he was always very nice. Look at him holding his cigarette. Yeah. He's such a pro. He like this shot, like, like we look like such tool bags in this photo, <laughs> but he, he is carrying the charisma for this photo. Yeah. Like so hard. Like, I wish I was like a third of as cool as him in this, in this photo. No, I have a question. Mm. Um, I did. When did you start wearing hats? <laughs> uh, the other one. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Got confused. <sighs> I found the shirt. It is definitely Comic Sans. Here it is. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you think he was buried in that shirt? I don't know. I don't know. He might have be been pretty cool. He was young. I, who you know? He you don't grew think out. He still of, has it. I think he grew out of Comic Sans. No, <laughs> He's an artiste. You know, they're very, they're very uh, particular about that stuff. And then this photo. This was from a New England uh, metal and hardcore <clears throat> festival. Yeah, and that's um, when when we got to see Dimu. Yes, we saw this tour a couple. I think twice. Uh, Rob, in this photo, you look like Vin Diesel's awkward nephew. I love it. I'll take it. <laughs> my when I saw my earring in, I was a big tough guy. Uh, we literally just knocked on his tour bus after they performed a show, and we're just like, "Hey, can we come up and just interview you guys for like ten minutes?" He was like, "Of course, yeah, come hang out." Gave us a Heineken was like partying with us and like just and it, legal I, age at that point. Yeah. And uh, it, it was interesting because he was talking about how he's an insomniac and the only way he can get to sleep is if he drinks. It, oh, it's God. just so hard to like listen back to now, like knowing, knowing uh, what, you know, what ends up happening. And he also, in the interview, this happened in 2009, he talked about, you know, they children of Bodom, they have their crew, the hate crew. And uh, 
they all have COBHC, children of bottom hate crew tattoos. And uh, they talk about how they initiated Lamb of God's Randy Bly into the into the thing. Should, should, I, should I play a clip of that? Oh, yeah. God. I didn't realize there was a connection. Where was Randy Bly? Oh, he was. He, when, they tore. No, I mean, when Alexi died. Oh, come on. Let's not even stop it. <laughs> Somebody had to ask the question. Don't push it. No, nobody has asked the question. <laughs> Hold on. No, it's not somebody that had to ask the question. It was Sid. <laughs> okay, here's the clip. I found it. And again, like, it's so funny to just see what I looked like in 2009. Crew, yeah, which you know, there's an uh, initiation as well. Yeah. Um, he got the tattoo in Helsinki, Finland. So, how cool is that? Oh, oh Rob, I don't remember both of us interviewing Yana from Children of Boda. <laughs> this is Alexi in the middle, it's not you. It's in the, the middle is Alexi. <laughs> the hat's the only way you know it's not you. So, here they're to oh, wait. Are, wow. Do you hear the sound? You hear the sound, right? Not now because it. it's paused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So, right. So there, I just asked them how uh, Randy got the tattoo and they mentioned how he got it in Helsinki and that it's not just about the tattoo to be in the hate crew. The initiation. Can we talk about this? Yeah. I mean, there's like, you know, well, obviously the whole band and the whole crew and uh, a couple of our like, you know, best friends, for example, Randy and uh, some other dudes. Uh, well, it's like, you know, have to uh, you have to do a handstand. Some other dude's going to hold you well, up. You're uh, naked. Uh, you're naked. Oh, yeah. yeah. First, you're going to get naked and then right, you do a handstand. <laughs> against the wall you know someone's gonna hold you up and someone's gonna pour whiskey down your throat i mean but like i'm saying that you know it's gonna get into your eyes like up your nose and shit like that right and uh then after that you're gonna get smacked like fucking bitch and then you're gonna smack somebody back and that's it he passed the test yeah, yeah. i mean that's really like randy like did a, yeah i remember yeah. when he smacked my ass you know like i, I started bleeding i was like <laughs> There's blood in here. I'm like, dude, you're in. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Have people. How Aww. bad did you want to be initiated, Rob? <laughs> you like started removing your pants. You're like, I'm ready to do <laughs> the handstand. I'm, I'm good. You can hit me wherever. <laughs> Please smack me on my butt. <laughs> can, be a, can we bring in a belt? <laughs> <laughs> Please stretch my balls. Oh. <laughs> oh, that wasn't part of the process. <laughs> I would told I would be, they would be like, you know what? Yeah. No, we'll get back <laughs> to you on this. We're gonna go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, rest in peace, Alexi. Thank you so much for all the memories, for all the music, and uh, for being such a great guy. And and so many nice stories came out in the last few days about what a what a wonderful person he was. And and um it's sad it's sad and we put uh we picked some songs we have a spotify playlist that we've been doing uh that we've deemed our music break you might remember in early episodes of the show the first uh 200 or so we would do a music break and uh you know we want to avoid a uh, copyright issue so we're kind of uh, leaving that off but we have a spotify playlist for each week we we each add a song uh, that we're listening to uh, to the playlist, and that's kind of celebrated as our unofficial music break. And uh, this week, I put a Children of Bodom song on. Uh, the song I picked was "The Nail" because there is a galloping part in the song that is so heavy that it's it's the one that that really sticks out to me uh, the most. 
And uh, there's also Ace is High. Noah, did you pick that one? Yeah, I picked that one. Is that an Iron Maiden because, cover? Yeah. One of the things that when I first got into Children of Bodom that I really liked, it was finding. And this is like really before the Internet and, and, and before Spotify, before it was easy to find music. I would find these like um, uh, forums and people would post covers yes. that Children oh. of Bodom did that are on like Japanese versions of albums and i always thought their covers were so cool and so unique um i do like aces high which is on one of their albums but um i just uh i really love that about them i wanted to put synergy i spit on your grave because um he was in that band a long time ago i couldn't find them on spotify though it's a really great band um and it's uh it's um the the singer is is a woman her name is kim she's awesome still alive yeah okay yeah she wrote she wrote a very very nice tribute to him that got me a little choked up about Aww. how Do you want to read it and then cry on air no 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 you could see it it's it's the main feature on uh on metal injection uh so but she's she wrote the babe a, of the day today stop it come on let's show some respect who am I disrespecting you? <laughs> You're disrespecting. Yeah. you saying she can't be the babe of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Sid is complimenting her. You're close minded, Rob. Saying she's hot. <laughs> okay. Rob's hot right now. <laughs> Rob is having an ulcer. Oh. I had one before uh, the show. I'm just rethinking uh, who I chose as my my co-hosts for the last 12 years. That's all. Oh, come on, man. You'll make me get security again. <laughs> the shit we said over the last 12 years, and that's what you're getting mad at us for. <clears throat> well, that's where you're wrong, Darren. I've been mad at you this whole time. Playlist. Yeah, so uh, I'm sorry. I forgot there was more songs on the playlist. Darren, uh, what song did you pick? Uh, chose Antimatter by King Ghidra, aka MF Doom, who also just died. Oh, or actually, God, yes. he didn't just die, he died in October, but the news of him dying just came out like a few days ago. So, he's a classic, classic uh, hip hop artist. Very, very uh, good. That's my favorite, my favorite album of his. Yeah, I was, I was also like, I didn't have time to properly mourn him because I, I learned while I was away. So I, did, I wasn't really listening to much, but I have to listen to some MF Doom this week as well. Died on Halloween. Whoa. Um, Are we sure this secret. is real and not some kind of like stage social media event to promote an album or something? The timing just, it all seems very interesting. I can't answer that uh, affirmatively, but I, 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 I'm under, operating under the assumption that he's dead. And has have we ever seen him without his mask? Like, how would we even know? I know he's very, he's been very secretive, but he may or may not have appeared without the mask and I'm just not hip to it. No. Not sure. I know that he performs with the mask on much yeah. like Slipknot. Is he in Slipknot? Is that possible? I, I don't know. I, I was going to say, are there, any, are there any black guys in Slipknot? Rob? No, there are not. Have you I written would... about this? Like, why aren't, why aren't there's 4,500 members and not a single one is. Why, why is there a woman? Why is yeah. there a woman in Slipknot? It's time for Slipknot to have a woman. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> More women lady. in Slipknot. Are there any paraplegics in Slipknot? <laughs> Well, uh, there, 
the the DJ Sid Wilson uh, has broken his legs multiple times and performed in a wheelchair. Mm, that, think count? that counts. No. Okay. Uh, so he was in a wheelchair and still in the mask. Yeah. Well, like he, I believe it was like the first night of tour. He jumped off something and broke both his legs. <laughs> so he was just. Or maybe one, I forget. But I just, I vividly remember there being video of him like hanging with his feet dangling in casts or something. Like he was just like holding on to something. You know, he's a he's a wild man. Are there any dead people in Slipknot? That seems a little discriminatory too. Yeah, there are members. Of, there's a member that has died. Yeah, so there you go. That counts. He's not in the band anymore. Oh. <laughs> they kicked him out because he died. That's fucking bullshit. All right. Thanks, guys. How about your? What's your pick? <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a ton of great emails uh, after this episode. Said fine. Said, what's your uh, song? I picked uh, "Social Distortion" covering the Rolling Stones. Both of those bands have oh. people who died, so that's. I was, sort gonna, of I was gonna right? say, what's the dead connection here? Just they're you know they're dead to me, but I think like Brian Jones is dead. I think Social Distortion's guitarist died. So there you go. Not recently, but happened. She picked the Grateful Dead. Never, never. Uh, I know. I'll be dead sooner. It's clearly a joke. You would never do that. Some things you don't joke about. <laughs> oh, that's too far. Yes, that's my line. He's questioning whether we should have done this podcast for 12 years. <laughs> By the way, in our 13th year, just want to mm. point that out. Mm. Lucky. Sid, are you going to go get some Cherry Garcia ice cream to celebrate? No. Wait, okay. celebrate what? Our 13th year. Oh, no, I I have some Ben and Jerry's in my freezer right now, but not that flavor. Netflix and have? chilled. It's a new flavor. It's very Which nice. Which one? Netflix and chilled. It's called. It has DVD pieces in it. <laughs> so is that, is that, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Is that name bringing back uh, flashbacks from our final Jeopardy answer that you got oh wrong? Oh, my God. I never lived that, <laughs> that down. That was so fun. The, our final Jeopardy from our last episode, which is available on video mm-hmm. for free, unlike most of our uh, episodes, which are only available on video through Patreon. Uh, we did Sexual Jeopardy for our 600th episode, and it came down to the final Jeopardy answer. And all uh, three of the five people who played had uh it was uh it was uh dan ozzy sean and sid as well as robin noah the first three people i mentioned all had close to the same amount of money and it came down to the answer and it's a very exciting conclusion and you won't want to miss it so go check it out it's last week's episode you could uh check it out at metalinjection.net slash livecast uh one story that happened before the break that uh, we didn't get a chance to cover, but I think is very, very important. Oh, first of all, uh, Noah mentioned that Peter from Hypocrisy looked like uh, Steve Buscemi. Mm-hmm. I, I queued up some photos. <laughs> and, you know, I never I never put it together, but I absolutely see it. Depending looked- on the photo, some of them look like Buscemi. Some look like Mick Mars. Some I think like it's the eyes. Go to the one. Yeah, I can like, see Johnny. That- or Skeet woman. Ulrich. Oh, I was going to say Johnny Depp, but that's yeah. the same thing as Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. Weird oh looking God. brother of, of Johnny Depp. That one that says pain right there. That really looks like Johnny Depp. 
playing oh, yeah. yeah playing a weird yeah. guy very yeah. jack sparrowy <laughs> but in real life he looks like steve buscemi i, I mean i believe it i think it's a combo like a face swap or morph of I, those two. I remember when i first saw them like I, I when they were on that tour with uh, children of bodom i didn't really know about hypocrisy and i and i just remember thinking like is that is that really Steve Buscemi? Like, is he the metal? <laughs> he looks like uh, Gene Simmons in one of those. Oh my god! Scroll up. If you scroll up, he looks like Gene Simmons in one Which of one? those. Keep going above those. Those there, right there, top left. Oh, this one. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can see okay. that. Just the glass. Uh, those are definitely Gene Simmons shades. My new hypocrisy album uh, is available <laughs> now. <laughs> you won't want to miss it. Uh, lots of but blast beats. <laughs> So that's Peter Tigran. Okay, uh, moving on to a happier story. Uh, we learned a few weeks ago that as I lay dying, Tim Lambesis burned 25 percent of it. Yeah, it couldn't have happened to a better guy. No, oh, wait, did it did it go up to seventy five percent of his body? Like, what's the happy <laughs> twist on this? So, uh, if you uh, if you are new to the scene, you might not know. Uh, a couple of years ago, Tim Lambesis was arrested, thrown in jail for a few years for attempting to hire a hitman to murder his wife. And when I say attempting, it's because he, it was a sting operation where an undercover cop disguised uh, as a hitman met with him at a Barnes and Noble. Disguised as a hitman. <laughs> What did he carry like a violin case and like he didn't <laughs> disguised uh, as a hit? <laughs> well, I guess what it was is that uh, his uh, steroid dealer or something uh, got arrested and he said he would like help that he would help them get this guy arrested because he was trying to get a hit, something like that. Uh, it, it, I cover it all in the metal injection archives. You can look at it. But basically, this guy, this FBI agent pretending to be a hitman, met him at a Barnes and Noble and, and Lambesis was actually being very discreet and didn't actually say the words and it was just being suggestive. So it was a sting operation and they couldn't arrest him. And then right as they were leaving, right at the very end, he goes, just to be clear, I want you to kill my wife. <laughs> and then boom, the, the, the feds raided and he got arrested. You had it. <laughs> and, uh, and spent a few years in jail. Uh, got out of jail, then was in the news because apparently he was taking uh, uh, testosterone. And when he was in jail, they stopped uh, giving him access to the drugs. And because of that, he because he stopped, he like stopped taking testosterone so quickly. His body started producing more estrogen, leading to him developing breasts. <laughs> And and With that was others. a big story. And then he became he had he sued uh, the state or something like that. I don't know what happened there. Anyway, as they dying ended up reuniting. Reporting, Rob. I, I reported it back then. This is all old stuff. I'm just recapping for the new fans. Okay, it's all in the archives. You did so good queuing reported. up that Children of Bodom video, and then you got lazy. Well, uh, I was sidetracked by all the anger I have for my co-hosts. <laughs> Uh, and so, that is arising. Is it higher even now? Yes. Uh, and so, so we are here now. So the band reunited, uh, most publications stopped covering them because we were like, uh, no, 
but then now I, I think like even one of the members of the band ended up quitting. And uh, now we're here where he announced that he burned 25% of his body in a freak uh, bonfire accident. Uh, Was it his boobs? Did his boobs get burned? I apologize to my friends. I have not time to fill in yet on what happened. The entire gas cap fell off when trying to use a little from the trickle tip to get a bonfire started. The trickle tip? Trickle tip. Excuse me? What is that about? Trickle tip (laughs) economics. Trickle tip. So Chuck Berry. <laughs> now we get uh, that was I've, a sexual jeopardy question. I've been in the hospital since Saturday, and I'll be here for a couple more weeks. Today's surgery is to remove the remaining dead skin that we're unable to scrub Around off. His trickle tip. I hope uh, so. Poetic justice. Staying positive, I guess. Then he posted an update uh, today or yesterday. One of these days. One day ago. Doesn't matter. (laughs) One day ago, he posted an update. And man, like this guy, if you told me this was just a robot and not a human being, (laughs) I would believe it. He's he is is devoid of emotion. Let's let's watch this for a second. Let me cue this up. Oh, no. Well, we know what happens to him when he gets emotional. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I have been burned over seventy-five percent of my body. I used, I used to, to love, love swimming in the fire. <laughs> I love tres leches cake. <laughs> That's another one for our Hall of Fame. Oh, okay, now, so oh, now I can. Yes. So here, here, here's Limbezes. Give a recovery update. Today actually marks the first day in a little over three weeks that I've been out of bed <laughs> most of the day. Pause. Uh, like I, what the fuck? I <laughs> what? try. Biasi. He does. <laughs> I can see it. I tried to kill my esposa. <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? The policia they're already trying to leave in the gym, in the gym, and I telling them, "Come back! I wanted to kill my esposa." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stupid. You're translating for for our Spanish <laughs> listeners. See, <laughs> okay. So here's a little more of his robotic delivery, where it almost looks like he's reading. Look here. Let me zoom in a little. Oh, why? Oh, I see nothing behind those eyes. <laughs> zoom. Okay. Um, and yesterday was actually the first day they changed my dressings without having to scrub my wounds. Oh, thank That's God. a huge relief because uh, scrubbing my wounds is by far the most painful part of the recovery process. <laughs> my trickle. It's a, it's a huge yeah. relief. Doesn't he sound relieved when he says it's a huge relief because <laughs> it's like, come on, show a little emotion. All the emotions were burned out this, of me. Like this guy's the front man of a, of a successful rock band. Where is your He's charisma? The stage. Yeah, come on, Rob. This is the charisma uh, that got, you know, him uh, involved in the hitman scene. You got to throw your weight around. <laughs> yeah. See some other updates. I'm very, very thankful. My face did not get burned. And for whatever reason, it's a very common question. So I should let you know my man parts did not get burned. Uh, I did lose 20 pounds. So uh, very common question. It's weird, like like not even a smile <laughs> when he says it. Like, like it sounds like he's making uh, like a half he- joke. He's, but he is devoid of humor. 
he's a narcissist. You can see that he's like taking it very seriously. I'm yeah. sorry. Who are all the people lining up to ask him about his fucking pecker, whether it got burned off or not? A certain non-journalist from metalinjection.net. <laughs> no, I, I, that, my mind didn't even go there. Uh, and uh, I guess uh, it's just because I like to answer the second most common question that I've been asked. Did the fire singe my ass hairs? <laughs> the answer is no. They are all intact. I counted them. <laughs> Does not compute. Go ahead, Rob. Sorry. Uh, it, I don't know. The whole thing is just weird. <laughs> um, but good for good for. I guess good what I was going to say. What I was going to say is, I guess what he said. Twenty five percent of my body was burned. People's mind immediately went to, was it your dick? Oh. Oh, they think so that's that much of his body. <laughs> you have that big of a dick. And now the number three question people ask me, which roasted meat did I smell like while <laughs> I was burning? The answer is roast suckling pig. Mm. Roast suckling pig is what I smelled like while burning. <laughs> I have to take a bite out of that vocalist. You may not. I do oh, not. Damn it. This is the fourth question that people asked me. You may not taste my succulent roasted flesh. <laughs> oh, what a tease. We'll be right back with the top, the bottom six ten of the top ten. <laughs> as soon as we finish this word from stamps.com. <laughs> This is the Tim Lambesis Burning Man podcast. <laughs> These are the top 10 questions I got after I was burned. Number one, are you okay? Yes. Number two. <laughs> just, he just keeps going yes. on. If you don't like burnt food, you should definitely try HelloFresh. They come with <laughs> detailed instructions on how long to cook all the pre-prepared meals. Another question is, how do I look this good all the time? <laughs> The, the answer, answer is, is it's simple. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> Question number seven. Yes, I remember that time I played your town and you were in the third row waving at me. That was cool. <laughs> Question eight. No, I don't know when I will be back on the road at your town again. Please stop asking. There are no shows in the immediate future. I can't believe it, but the questions about my burning dick were more insightful than the non-burning dick questions. Somehow. Question number nine. No, I don't know if 9-11 was an inside job or not. Please stop asking. I never thought I'd say this, but please ask me about my burnt dick hole again. I beg of you. Now I'm just picturing like a 7-Eleven hot dog, just like <laughs> roasting. It like fell on the out, floor. Crackle. Yeah. I will literally burn on my dick on purpose if it'll get you to stop asking me these inane fucking metal questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So when can we get Randy Bly to push him back in that fire? When is that happening? Let's get that going. Use that for good. Use your powers for good and not evil, Randy. Come on. I really roasted him. <laughs> 213 wide nut. That's the number. And uh, you can give us a call 213 943 3688. And uh, 
moving on in very important news, uh, I want to discuss something that I didn't oh. think we'd learn about. But uh, last week, was it last week? I believe it was. Uh, we talked about Danzig's girlfriend, right? Or t- actually the last two weeks we've talked about it. I think we yeah. initially talked about it two weeks ago. Then we brought it up with Dan Ozzy last week. Because yep. it was his background. Yeah. And uh, right. Uh, so a few weeks ago, a photo of Danzig surfaced of him wrapping Christmas presents. And we all we barefoot. all enjoyed it. We all enjoyed it. That's right. Barefoot. He's now on WikiFeet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, the following week, or I started following his, his girlfriend on Instagram after this photo surfaced because I was like, oh, what else is she going to post? And uh, we and, and it's it's pretty amazing because, you know, she's like one of those Instagram models. She, uh, of course, we influencer. She's a hashtag influencer for sure. And so she did a and a because on, on Instagram, you, there's some a story feature where you could put in a text field, be like, hey, followers, ask me anything and I'll answer it. And she was very candid and giving with her answers. And I couldn't believe how much stuff she was saying about Danzig, about her relationship to Danzig, like things like there were certain things that she posted where I was like, I'm not sure Danzig would want this information out there. And again, I want to make it clear. She is posting this to her public Instagram profile. This is not a private profile for her close friends. This is a public outward facing profile where she has tens of thousands of followers. So this is public posting about her relationship with Danzig. So I want to read some of these uh, questions and her answers. Uh, So somebody asked, is Danzig your boyfriend? And she responds, soulmate, wink, two years now. What's Glenn's rapping skills like? Her response, perfection. W-R-A-P-P or... Uh, yeah, that's what I want to hear him R A P P I N G because that's what he was doing in that picture, right? Yeah. That's what I assume. Yes, yeah, the gift wrapping. Disappointing. Yeah. Uh, and then question three: How much of Danzig's <laughs> privates were burned in that fire? You know, he was burned in some fire <laughs> on purpose, though. Yeah, probably. It's like a ritual. <laughs> One of these crazy girlfriends who was, he told that they, they were soulmates. Uh, uh, and then he finally, finally found out he got tired of them. Then somebody asked for what hair products does Glenn Danzig use on a regular basis? And are they flammable? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they definitely are. <clears throat> uh, how are you and Glenn spending Christmas? Uh, and he responds, oh, she responds, I'm sorry, uh, with my daughter and grandma. <laughs> Dan's like hanging out with, with his girlfriend's grandma. And, and look, I don't want to talk about I don't want to be an ageist, but, but I, I feel like Danzig would probably be closer in age to his girlfriend's grandma oh, than he sure. would be to his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, so she and here here's when. Here's where what she's asking. He's closer in age to his own grandma than he is to his girlfriend. Uh, 
here is uh, this is the part of the Q&A where like I was like I, I was on a crapper reading this and I, <laughs> and I audibly was like, oh, no, girl, you should. You, no, don't no, no. Why are you writing? <laughs> so uh, so uh, somebody asked, do you like Glenn's music? And uh, she responds, I'm only familiar with mother. I prefer Britney Spears. Laugh emoji. <laughs> Okay. I mean, look, there's, no, there's nothing wrong. I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm laughing at her for not being a metalhead. The, the, why this is funny to me, like the comedy to me is not necessarily her answers, but seeing like knowing, see, thinking how Danzig would respond to see knowing his fans are seeing her answers. That's what's funny to me, because I feel like he wouldn't want her saying that. He loves her independent spirit. Yeah, it's why they're soulmates. Yeah, that, that's fair, too. That's fair, too. I mean, this is me uh, projecting, probably. Uh, so I just wish you could be her. <laughs> yes, I wish I could be Danzig's girlfriend. Because then Danzig would be wrapping gifts for you. Mm -hmm. Barefoot on the floor. <laughs> Misfits, Samhain or Danzig? What's your favorite? And then she responds. She doesn't like, know any of them. She yeah. well, well, to be fair, like these are different people asking questions. So these are a bunch of people sending these in. So they could have been sent in before or she responded okay. to any of these. So Misfit Sam Hayner Danzig, what's your favorite? She goes, I don't have a favorite because I don't know any of his songs. Crying emoji. I had no idea who he was before we met. Sticking out tongue emoji. So that tells like okay. that, that part of it is kind of like maybe he likes that. Well, I don't know. that also says that she's not like, obviously, she's not a fangirl and uh, she probably didn't like follow him backstage or something like that, you know, or like pursue him. It means that they just kind of met and had natural chemistry. So now I believe her soulmates answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure, yeah. Like, like the connection is beyond what their taste in like music or whatever is, which makes uh, me wonder, like, what is it about Danzig that she really likes so much? If it's not the music. His casting skills. Is it his Sam really good at casting movies? Uh, how did you and Glenn his meet? Penis. Uh, how did you and Glenn meet? Here's the answer on the set of the Veronica movie. There you go. <laughs> what if happens? She didn't know who he was. She knew at the very least he was a filmmaker. <laughs> right. I think she meant she meant she didn't know about his rock stardom. She can name all his films. <laughs> uh, what happens to the props in the movie in the movies like Veronica? Are they put away in storage? She responds, Glenn has multiple storage units and keeps the cool stuff. Can you imagine what Glenn Danzig storage units look like? Yeah, I feel like I could imagine. Yeah, Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> and, uh, no. Where did you get that? Lemmy. Mannequins of women. <laughs> Probably. Unopened letters from Jerry only. <laughs> it just keeps him in a shoebox. Gothic, like gothic horror novels from like 1891 with lots of sex in them, <laughs> which he can stand in front of a bookshelf and point to Yeah, with his shirt off. Really it's tight pants pebbles. that he can't fit into anymore. But he one day, I'm not going to throw him out. One day I'll get back yeah. to that size. We'll fucking pop a Smurf pants. Creepers. <laughs> Creepers, <laughs> cat litter boxes, bricks, bricks. 
That's right. See, Any bricks that imagine. could have been laying around the set of a movie just snatches them because you might need them later. Yeah. You never know. Just like your mother saves Chinese food uh, plastic containers. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, moving on. I need this. <laughs> <laughs> I also imagine he has like he's a big wrestling fan. I imagine he has one storage bin of like like classic Hasbro, yeah, yeah, like Hasbro wrestling dolls or whatever they like. Ah, a yeah. Macho Man. It looks never, like Sam never, Roberts's bedroom. Never know when you might need a Coco Beware figure. <laughs> uh, <so> they, <laughs> He had one of those, like, remember those, like, heavy rubber WWF figures from the 80s? He had the Bruno San Martino one, but he, like, painted it to look like him. <laughs> Don't you touch my WCW ring! <laughs> that is a rare licensed item! <laughs> Are you okay that Glenn gets more attention than you? No offense. Does he? Uh, she responds, I'm not a jealous person, and he's worked his ass off to get where he is now. I'm proud, which I thought was a very sweet response. I'm proud of the hard work he put into a thing that I have not spent any time <laughs> listening to. Or <laughs> I'm just going to assume on faith that he did put time into that. <laughs> I won't rebut you. <laughs> no idea if that's true. <laughs> Uh, marriage to Glenn soon? Question? Glenn who? Oh, the guy from the movie. <laughs> right. Maybe. Sure. She yeah, responds, you never know. Sticking out tongue emoji. Next question. Are you Jewish? <laughs> Are you feeding him properly? Is Glenn good with your daughter? The best. She responds. That's nice. He's not the best. <laughs> guarantee you there's a dozen guys within like the 10 mile radius that would be better than him minimum <laughs> uh then we got before the pet oh i'm sorry what's your favorite date that you and glenn have been on hmm probably when we were in spain the one time i got him to get out of the house and put shoes on his funky ass <laughs> feet that he sits around <laughs> the house favor <laughs> I told okay. that they had a two for one sale. <laughs> I finally agreed to leave the house. Dancing loves a good deal. That big old fucking dad fucking flip flop junk clothes. <laughs> <laughs> See, Danzig is the type of guy where his feet fit, fit in those tiny chunklas. You know, usually the, the heel of your foot <laughs> sticks out, but his feet, they're like little. Built a whole one room apartment in those chunklas that he can live in. Uh, I just had a visual of like someone messing with Danzig's wrestling figures <laughs> and him taking his chunk and I'll be like, don't you touch my tie! Hey, and just throwing the. <laughs> It's just a dirty brown chocolate. They went and bought her daughter a fucking dollhouse at Toys R Us and he moved in. He didn't know he thought it was he didn't know it was a toy. <laughs> 
he started. He, he thought it was a summer home. <laughs> yeah, I've been meaning to do a guest house edition. <laughs> Very sweet of you, honey. Wow, there's a little pony in there. <laughs> I always loved animals. <laughs> um so <laughs> Okay, let's uh before, before the pand- before the pandemic, uh what what did you and Glenn like to do for fun? Like the ideal date night. Concerts, dinner, watching movies, shopping for me, LOL. <laughs> no, I just like can you imagine like dancing, sitting in a department store, Nordstrom, think, yeah, like at the couches with all the other husbands and like a ton of bags, just like yeah. come on, honey, yeah, has <laughs> gonna close soon. <laughs> Where'd you go, Rob? Rob's props. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh no! His, his name to Danzig's chunk glass. <laughs> Sorry, I brought out. <laughs> I have a visual <laughs> representation of Danzig. Oh no, this is a better. <laughs> this is a better representation of Danzig's chunk glass. Hold on, let me change. You think me... he ever beats her? His stepdaughter with? Oh his... no! What? His favorite chunk glass? No, let's not. Let's not get that far. Come I on. just asked. I'm asking questions. No, no. Come on. Uh, would you like to have a child with Glenn? No. What? That is so One day. That is her. But here's the thing. You can choose what questions you answer. She doesn't have to answer. You know? know Dusty ass sperm and stage 69 could fuck. What's <laughs> well, the other thing? Dancing child. Danzig is like 62 years old now, you know, like when when is he gonna have time to raise this kid? Larry gonna, King's still having kids and he's 807. He's about to die. <laughs> gonna yeah. go to this fucking graduation when the kid's 18. He's gonna be 80. God. <laughs> oh. Danzig. Here's one of my favorites. Who's who's <laughs> who's Glenn's favorite wrestler of all time? She responds, I told you, Coco, beware. <laughs> she responds, I have no idea. I'm not into wrestling, so I never engage with him when he's watching. Is this woman into anything that he likes? No, that's what's so like, honey, I'm going to go upstairs and watch Raw. I'm going to my area. <laughs> to my dancing cave. My cave. Here, here's a, here's right, a, no, you know me better than my girlfriend, Noah. <laughs> Uh, here's a one-two punch of questions he definitely didn't want her to answer. Uh, number one, who gets to decide what you guys listen to on the radio in the car? Take turns? She responds, <laughs> she responds, me, I'm bossy. Oh, who cares? <laughs> I just, like, it's just so funny to me, Danzig having to suffer through, like, the L.A. pop stations, <laughs> like listening to Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. He's going to get so sick of this shit. I like, think he loves spoil. Like based off what she says, he loves to spoil her. And mm-hmm. I think he like gets Agreed. turned on by being tortured, listening to that pop music. But like, oh. spoiling his honey. I don't know. I think interesting. I, I think he's already looking through his Rolodex from that fucking Veronica <laughs> movie. 
This I mean, they've been, they've been dating two years plus now, so it, it doesn't seem like a one and done fling. Dating? How long have they been living together, though? They had they, they don't live together. Oh, oh, okay. There you go. Wait till that happens. Well, be flipping right through that Rolodex. They they know how to move. They know uh, uh, the pacing of a relationship. Who, hey, uh, talk to his agent. Who who played that girl in the movie theater? I just want to know. I'm just curious. <laughs> Send her a Christmas card. <laughs> Uh, do you have any matching tattoos with girl from Petland Discounts? <laughs> uh, the best best girl a guy can get. My Kili Litter Connect. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have any matching tattoos with Glenn? No, I made that mistake once already when I was 16. Laugh emoji. Three years ago. <sighs> <laughs> right before she met Glenn. Well, no, this met- was also with Glenn. They oh, just reconnected. No. <laughs> uh, when you met Glenn, did you do any YouTube research and watch old classic interviews? I mean, if she did, she wouldn't still be with him. So you, oh, I feel like you would know the answer. Did anyone ask if she saw the video of him getting punched out? <laughs> well, if they did, she didn't answer it. God damn it. That was her uh, did Glenn tell you the story of recording a song and the song recorded backwards? No, I haven't heard that one. LOL. Now you did. Yeah. Have you, ha- <laughs> How much more to it than that? <laughs> Spoiler. That was the end of it. Have you been to an OG Misfits gig? Yes. So she's what? How has she been to an OG Misfits gig? Why? Well, I, I think what well, what the person was saying was like a Misfits reunion gig. It's not an OG Misfits gig. Well, if OG stands for old guys, that's that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Serious question. Does Glenn see those dumb memes and ever laugh at them? He hates them and anyone who makes them. FYI, Rob, I didn't make any memes. What are the memes? Well, give me one. Oh, Um, well, what about the song that we made? That's not a meme. But that was about Rob. That wasn't about dancing. Yeah. Well, it's kind of parroting his voice, I guess, but that's the only thing. It's probably just like the pictures of him with the litter and stuff like that. Yeah, but also this. like, so yeah, like the rapping thing turned into. Oh, the, yeah. right. That's right. I forgot about so that. this. Yeah, the sketch. <laughs> he hates them. I get a sense of humor. This buddy. is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of fun little. There's one that shows that his rapping is to Henry Rollins. There's one of him with the devourment vinyl. I mean, there were so many memes with the kitty litter also. Yeah. Right. And the yeah. bricks. Yeah, he hated the kitty litter. Why didn't anyone put a fucking shoe on his big stanky ass foot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's. Uh, do you and Glenn go to church? Nope. Neither one of us is religious. <laughs> So that's that. So thank you, Ashley. Thank you so much for uh, giving us a little peek into your. Right. And she'll probably never do it again. She'll absolutely never do it again because I wrote about it. On parlor. She's only going to do it on her parlor account. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Has has Glenn come out and said anything about these? Answers? Has he confirmed or denied any of these? He answers? he has not been publicly interviewed since these answers have come out. So I cannot uh, 
confirm or deny his thoughts about it. I'll say that much. Uh, all right. Well, we're winding down, believe it or not. We spent so much time wow. talking about uh, these wonderful folks, Danzig. That's it. Uh, in, in terms of wonderful. And, no, Alexi, of course, Alexi. And, and Burning Man. Well, I said Bur- wonderful folks. Burning. Oh, Burning Burning, yeah. burning Penis. The fire is wonderful. There were the a lot of questions. The fire is the wonderful person in that story. I feel like the, it's like the Hanukkah podcast because there were so many questions. Yeah. The bandages that had to be next to Tim Lembisa suffered a lot during that oh. ordeal. <laughs> like, um, um, like an ear candle. You know, like, have you guys ever done ear candling? No. Yes. Oh, I just found some. I'm going to, I'll probably do it tonight or tomorrow. Found some? Like what, on the sidewalk? What do you, you found mean? some found earwax, some. you mean. <laughs> I found the tape that was on Tim Lambesis's ankle oh, and no. turned it into an ear candle but you meant you found some earwax is what you're saying right no i found the ear candles at like a supermarket oh i don't understand how putting more wax in your ear gets rid of wax it's not it's not wax it like you like burn the tip the trickle tip this isn't that how we started this you whole burn the trickle tip no you're gonna fucking burn half your body be careful mm-hmm. oh 25 percent rot only 25 it's fine i don't need that part of me Oh, no. As soon as I get the earwax out. Number one, what did your vagina get burned off using candle uh, tips, the candle whatever in your That's ear? That's Tim asking Noah on her Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> he no, no, went to the West Coast. He's scoping you out. And Noah's emotions have been burned off too. So she's like, no, my vagina <laughs> is still intact. It's and my taint, everything is fine. No my handicap. My vagina vagina. ain't handicapped. It ain't handicap. So what? I can't walk. <laughs> My vagina ain't handicap. Ain't handicap. Nothing is an obstacle to me except the staircase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. Okay. Uh, Why well, I do want to uh, play some uh, voicemails, and you know we love hearing from our Metal Injection live cast stars, and we wish we could hear from you more. Last week was so so fun. Our 600th episode, we did Zoom bombing, which is another reason why you should check out the video version. You could see what some of the live cast stars look like, and it was so great connecting with all of you. Uh, ge- ge- it was genuinely such an awesome moment, and uh, it put a huge smile on my face, and, and I had a huge adrenaline rush from it for hours to come after the show. Well, all of us, based on how fun it was. So thank you all, and we love hearing from you. So please, if you if you have some feedback, if we say something during the show that reminds you of a story you have, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can always email us hate mail at metalinjection.net. And if you're a little more courageous, a little more outgoing, record an audio memo or record a video and send that to us. And we'll play that and, 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 and talk to you on the show. And of course, we're live Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern to around 7.30 p.m. Eastern. If you want to call in during the show, and we should uh, say that we would rather hear your voice than our own voices. I mean, clearly correct. after 13 years, we have nothing to say to each other anymore. <laughs> so please contribute. Yeah. The only things we have to say to each other are Darren and Sid pushing my buttons and jokes <laughs> that they know that I'm not cool with. I just no like to point out. I just like to point out that Rob 
You don't like when someone does technical screw ups and you made fun of me for not unmuting my mic today. Oh, on his so. birthday, no less. I would like to point out that, they, that you held this this in for at least an hour and a half. I wasn't <laughs> going to say anything. It, I was yeah. taking the high road, and then you just had to say that shit. You were me. taking the high road with all the jokes you've been making in this whole show. Darren Is that taking the high road? He I didn't make a joke about you. You I defend you when the Sid uh, jumps on you. Ninety-nine percent. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> fight, Rob. Uh, we got we got a great voicemail from Devin. It's been a while Yay. since we've heard from Devin. So uh, let me just make sure my audio. Well, is I hope on. he okay. talks about what I think he's going to talk about. He does. Hey, what's up, Rockcast? It's Devin. Wanted to wish you guys a happy 600th episode. Thank you. Um, hey, Darren. Hey, Rob. Hey, Sid. Hey, Noah. I uh, wanted to reach out and tell Sid that a few episodes ago, he asked about if anybody drank Rob, could you pause this for one second? Why they would I like the fact that when he said hey to each of us, we all waved, even though Devin is blind. So, he, has he would never see us waving at him if he <clears throat> yeah. was watching this for whatever reason. But his very advanced, advanced captioning. <laughs> hello, sensor. Devin. He has podcasting for the blind. Oh, we should do comma that. Zero, comma zero, comma zero, comma zero. zero. <laughs> Go on. I am proud to say that I like it and I enjoy drinking it. I think it is fantastic, but that's just me. Sorry, what is he talking about? What is he drinking? The peanut butter whiskey. Oh, the peanut butter whiskey. That's right. Yes. I would like to point out, Devin, lovely person that he is, likes to eat fried buffalo balls. So I don't think that, you know, that's an acquired taste. So he's very adventurous. Yeah. What is that? Is Blue Mountain Oysters? Is that what they're called? Rocky Rocky Mountain Oysters. Rocky. And, and then he talks about something else that he tried. They're only blue uh, if the bison hadn't been jerked off. In a I've, uh, I, I've it's had better fl- that way. I've had flavored whiskeys, and to me, it's just it, it's it's uh, like I, I haven't tried the peanut butter whiskey, so I'll I, I'll abstain obviously from commenting about that. But the only one that I, I could say I enjoy, like I like honey whiskey, that's not bad, and uh, uh, Fireball, like cinnamon whiskey. Sid, uh, when they don't jerk it off, it makes a creamy center. Yeah. It's like it comes with its own ranch dip. Yeah, exactly. It's like a Malamar. <laughs> oh, no. I'll never eat one so, of those again. Noah had asked me to call in and talk about my chocolate-covered bug experience. A friend of mine had sent me some for Christmas as a Christmas gift. I thought they were really good. They were small. They weren't big or anything to me it just tasted like chocolate mostly and i thought i would just reach out and say hey so wait a minute it tastes like chocolate mostly yeah it's, <laughs> that, it's that other part that's not it's like the chocolate. half a second that doesn't taste like chocolate yeah but i imagine it's just like a crunch it's like a nestle crunch you know like you no, don't stop it like does an ant have flavor you know it's just it, the crunch or is it chewy is it like like caramel or something, like dried caramel. Uh, <laughs> hope you guys are all well, and I'll talk to you soon, hopefully. Oh, I mean, we were well. We started yeah. talking about chocolate bugs. Ill. Yeah. Um, 
can I share a really quick story that this is reminding me of since we're talking about Mormon? So Avi and I uh, have a car that needed some, uh, you know, to to be taken care of. And it's basically a car that's been sitting uh, in a parking spot for the last two years. And the check engine light has been on. So we took it to the mechanic and he called us today and he's like, um, so can I send pictures uh, in this, like to this number? So I'm like, yeah, sure. And he sends photos and um, he's, he's like, yeah, you guys have a, you have pack rats that are living in your engine. What? <laughs> Some fucking rat ate through all the wires around the engine and through the coils. I, I didn't know that like m- m- rats can eat metal and there's like these poop balls all over the place. Like like 500 poop balls. We thought it was uh, like olives that were falling out of the car because it was under like a fruit tree or something. And this whole time it's been rat Did poop. you eat any? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I made a lovely <laughs> salad. If you want to try some. Absolutely. All of a sudden, I want those chocolate-covered bugs. Yeah, those chocolate-covered bugs had way more appealing now. Better than olive turds. <laughs> oh, oh. It's so disgusting. Were there any of the rats in the pictures or just the leaves? Just the poop. Let's see if I can um, show you. I don't know if, if it'll be able to, to come. But send through, it but to like... Rob so he can screen share it instead of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Get yeah. Could maybe... Depending so, on how graphic it is, maybe we'll share it on our social media platforms. Oh, God. So they, it basically like created a nest, I guess, because it's warm in there. Okay, Rob, I just texted it to you. And if you zoom in on the first picture, you could like see all the poop droppings, and they're huge. So yeah. are you going to just drive the car off the Grand Canyon, or what are you doing? I don't – I mean – I felt so bad for the mechanics that had to sift through the feces and to just open it up and find that. But like, I never, I mean, apparently, especially in the desert, it's it's pretty common for rodents to live inside of Oh my God. Yeah. It looks like charcoal briquettes. Oh. It looks like dog food, kind of. Don't get any ideas, Rob. Yeah. Go away. These are oh. these pet poop pellets are way bigger than I thought they would be. Yeah. I told oh. you it's like they're like cocoa size. puffs. <laughs> I can see how you thought they were dried olives. Every time we move the car back out of the driveway, oh. there were some like droppings, and we just and ew, like what I kicked this? them the other what, day. What is this Ugh. stuff? What is this like noodles? That's, that's it's nest. It either it's like either stuff that was shredded inside of the engine, or it brought that into nest it's in like there. Insulation, maybe. Yeah. But apparently wow. mechanics deal with this all the time. Ugh. That's why they get paid the big bucks. No, they don't. Better but we'll pay them the big bucks for having to deal with that. Yeah. I, I felt terrible. Oof. Gross. I wonder if Devin will eat one of those rat poop balls. <laughs> actually, no. Uh, uh, Apocalypse Inspection, that's actually not... Uh, a photo of your car engine. That's a photo of 25% of Tim Lampesis' body we were just looking at. <laughs> I thought that was the other 75%. No. That's a picture of Devin's refrigerator. Mm. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Uh, we also have one other piece of hate mail 
from Davis, a uh, long time, long time. Davis writes, oh, hi. Just wanted to say thanks for all the meh moments and congratulations on 600 decent shows. Love putting your show on in the background and not really listening to it. <laughs> Keep it. up the okay job. Yours truly, Davis. Well, thank you, Davis. Go thank fuck you. yourself. Oh, come on. <laughs> great really. email. Seriously. Well, yeah, no, it's a great email, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> As a, like a reward, he can masturbate. In the vein of your email, I tell you, go fuck yourself. He didn't use right. curse words. Yeah, he was way more passive aggressive. You're just being aggressive. That's right. I'm more direct. All right, fair enough. Um, and of course, I want to take a moment to shout out our top livecast fans of the week. We love our top livecast fans. And uh, I want to mention that you could be a top live cast fan of the week. All you got to do is donate $10 a month on our Patreon, patreon.com slash metal injection live cast. You get access to all the bonus episodes that the $5 tier gets, and you get a special bonus shout out at the end of the show. I want to give a shout out. I want to shout out Eric. Robert Ganoush, a.k.a. Justin, and Benjamin, and Reno, Dan, our mini basketball, <laughs> Crack Destroyer, Sam Jesus, Jesus, Gender, Jesus, Jesus, it's Lock cry station sensation God stopper Ash Boss Hell off Dallas Robber Vampiro Shane Hugo Likes Tacos and Lando Diggs Perilous Patches Douglas Who Are You Levison Thank you all. Okay, well, That's I like really that. Good. That's our show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. R.I.P. Alexi. Leho. Children. Bottom. 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 Your neighbors think that you're crazy. Thank you. Uh, Turning red. Brown uh, charred shriveled penis. Oh. This is a good 8-bit cover. Bye. Bye. Never going to end. <laughs>